United States, we have the freedom of speech and certainly something that we often like to exercise, particularly when it comes to our conflicts and our frustrations. It's interesting, we don't talk about free speech too much when it talks about the freedom to, uh, or when use words to praise. And if you look at so many spiritual traditions, it talks about speech and really recognizing what's at the heart of it. And even in Luke, the Gospel of Luke, um, chapter 6, verse 45, it says, The good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth what is good, and the evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth what is evil. For his mouth speaks from that which fills his heart. And although this speaks of sort of a duality, um, that these people are good and these people are evil, all of us, to a certain degree, have spoken evil words to another. And it emerges from the evil that exists in all of us. We're just maybe not necessarily the evil, but the sense of incompleteness that we feel in our hearts that we feel necessary to express. And if you go back to Don Miguel Ruiz, who wrote the Four Agreements, the very first agreement he said is, be impeccable with your word. So it's not like you use your words to just kind of speak whatever random neurons are firing through your head, but rather use your words to encourage and uplift but not from a sense of profit because we see so much self-help and and even uh, uh, prosperity prosperity ministries who only speak words to uplift but don't really use words to rightfully admonish um, where people have gone in a direction of profit or even greed. So using words, impeccable, using words to point towards truth. And that's really what the difference is. And you look at the Buddhist traditions. Um, 
various Buddhist traditions, but it all talks about the Four Noble Truths. And one of the means of um, releasing attachments and living rightfully is right speech and using words mindfully to peel away all of those layers of attachments and all those layers of of um, regret that color our words so even in our speaking we also use this right speech when we listen so in the case of recent political events how is it that the same words spoken from a person can result in many different interpretations some people might you might view these words as very funny and they laugh it off and yet still support a person some cases these words are seen as a way of support for what this person is what maybe you are doing But in some cases, these words might be interpreted as, I've got to do something about it. So someone else's words can be reflected in your own heart and kind of cook up an interesting little cocktail and merges with some of your own transgressions and some of your own regrets and attachments and ultimately results in your own speech your own words I'm sorry your own actions and even your own attitudes so we have to be very careful and even James the book of James talks about the taming of the tongue and and words can drive a boat to it's basically at the till of a ship and small degree of the words can point a ship into a direction that we might not have intended so it's 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 very important for us to look at the words that we choose but also how we interpret the words of others really using those that spirit of discernment and saying how is it that how am I receiving these words and am I coloring them with some of my own attachments and some of my own resentments am I seeing these words for the truth that exists in them or for the misinformation that's going on. 
and James Allen is um, is such a uh, interesting writer. Um, he wrote a whole chapter on silence, and and he kind of bridges a lot of different religious traditions together, and. Um, he write the silent acts of the great ones are beacons to the wise illuminating their pathway with no uncertain radiance the right control of the tongue is the beginning of wisdom the right control of the mind is the consummation of wisdom by curbing his tongue a man gains possession of his mind and to have complete Possession of one's mind is to be a master of silence. The fool babbles, gossips, argues, and bandies words. He glories in the fact that he has had the last word and has silenced his opponent. He exults in his own folly, is ever on the defensive, and wastes his energies in unprofitable channels. He's like a gardener who continues to dig and plant an unproductive soil. So it's kind of a challenge for us to maintain silence and really figure out what is the best word to... to engage with others and in our communication with others and even of ourselves we just really should ask ourselves what is coloring these words what is it in my heart that is receiving these words in a way that's not intended and as a result how am I responding And what is it in my heart that needs to be cleansed? 